Hi, Pastor Jack Pigeon here. Welcome to the broadcast. This is Living with Purpose. And uh, we have been studying how to think on purpose so that we can live on purpose. And uh, as we're kind of coming to the end of this study, you know, we've probably spent in uh, 31, 32 episodes just talking about the renewing of the mind, the battlefield of the mind, you know, the high places and all that type of thing. But what I really want to focus on the next couple of weeks as we bring an end to this, not to the program, but of this subject of really practical, how do I renew my mind? I used the testimony last week of when I was a little league coach for the first time and my oldest son Jack was playing baseball and uh, you know, our first year we were not very good and we came up against a team that was actually coached by a guy who was a professional baseball player at one time who, um, when he played, when he taught those kids how to play, they won. He taught them how to take advantage of every advantage and they were well trained, they were well coached and uh, I took it personally and it really affected me to the point where I wanted to hurt that person. And so the Lord showed me how to renew my mind. And so I was able to go to um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and just begin to meditate. And this is a real key on renewing your mind. Renewing your mind is not a one-time one thing, no more than you know, lifting one weight is going to make you in shape. It's something that has to be practiced. It's something that you have to discipline yourself with. You know, you have control over what you think. And a lot of times we think, well, we just can't help it. Um, we can't help it. And uh, I'm going to try and show you over the next couple of weeks what I can do, what you can do, so that we never let our mind try and run away with us. Sometimes we can get hit with so many thoughts at so many different times or a lot of really heavy things that we feel like our mind's just spinning out of control. That's when we just have to stop. And let me just give you another little key real quick, a little rabbit trail. We do not fight thoughts with thoughts. You do not, if you are being tormented with a series of thoughts, you have to speak to those thoughts out loud and on purpose. Uh, I've had to do this more than once. I've been in the car before and was getting tempted with a certain line of thinking. And it can be tormenting sometimes, uh, being your, your thought process of what you're thinking about and who you're thinking about and, you know, all these different scenarios the enemy tries to show you. And uh, more than once, I have just screamed at the top of my lungs for my mind to shut up. I will not think that thought. If I get tempted in any way, shape, or form, I know that I need to speak to those thoughts out loud. And you know what? Your mind will obey you. So, as I was saying, uh, that baseball coach, uh, he was good, his team was good, and they would just beat the brains out of our team over and over and over. And so I had to renew my mind because it was affecting me. Uh, I thought it was personal. You're hurting my son. Don't you see you're hurting my son by y'all beating us 75 to 2 every time? And so I renewed my mind, I renewed my mind, and by the end of the scenario, by the end of that season, uh, God did a work in me because I started reminding myself that I was a new creation in Christ. Old things had passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And I started identifying with Jesus and not identifying with Adam, the fallen Adam. And uh, as I said last week, today, that coach and I are good friends. And uh, that was some of the best times I ever had coaching Little League was against him 
and with him he taught me so much. See, he wasn't the problem. The way that he coached wasn't the problem. He coached his kids to the best of his ability, which was better than mine. So the problem really wasn't in what he was doing to me. It was my perception. It was my attitude towards what I thought he was doing to me. A lot of times we get attacked in our minds and the enemy will send us false emotions, false feelings, false you know, we'll look at somebody and look at them. They're a threat or they're, they're saying or they're, they have an attitude against me. They haven't done a thing. A lot of times it is something within us that is clouding our judgment. It is something within us, an old way of thinking, maybe an old spirit of rejection. You know, if you're used to being rejected your whole life, when you walk into a situation, that thing will go before you and that scenario will begin to happen all over again. Uh, I've met many people who always think that they're the victim. Whenever they get into a, a new scenario, they're always the victim, and they always need somebody to be the aggressor in their life. Folks, that is toxic thinking. That is something that we have that we can deal with through the Word of God so that we can be delivered. And really, I'm kind of talking almost about two different things. When we got born again, my spirit became brand new. Uh, my, my, for the first time, I have access to this thing called my soul, my mind, my will, and my emotions. This is where the renewing of the mind takes place. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. This is where I renew my mind. Because I got born again, my spirit is perfect, but my mind is not. I might have gotten saved, and now I'm born again, but my old ways of thinking are still there, and I have to deal with those old ways of thinking, and the way that I do that is through the renewing of the mind. So I want to renew my mind from all the old thoughts, the old ways of thinking, the toxic thinking, the negative thinking, anything that identifies with this fallen, earthly, worldly system, and I want to replace those thoughts with God's thoughts. I want to replace them with heavenly thoughts. I want, to, I, I want to believe the best of every person, not always believing the worst. I want to believe that I'm the head, that I'm not the tail, that I'm above and not beneath. I want to begin to believe what God says about me and not just what this world or what others have said about me. So I want to renew my mind, renew my mind, renew my mind. But another way that we're going to kind of talk about is what do I think on just on a regular basis? You know, there's, there's, a, there's a renewing of the mind to change the way that I think, but there's also some patterns the Bible gives us on how do I just think through my normal day? What should, be I, what should I be setting my mind on? What should I be thinking about? If you're telling me not to think about all these old things, then you need to give me some new things that I need to think about, and that's a very, very valid point. I have good news for you. You're already already thinking about something all day anyway. <laughs> you're already thinking about something, whether it's good or bad. So all we're trying to do with this type of teaching is to arm you with some things to think about that are actually going to build you up, that you're actually going to grow, that you're actually going to see God begin to come into your life and change on a greater level because now you're thinking more like Him. When you think more like Him, you begin to act more like Him. When you begin to act more like Him, now, man, now you're using your faith. Now you're actually seeing some things begin to change in your life. You know, if God's for you, who can be against you? If you really believe that, nothing would be impossible to you. There would be no job you wouldn't apply for. You would Fear would be completely eradicated from your life if you just got the revelation that God is for you and that He's not against you. Amen? As we talked about last week, we talked about conforming thoughts and we talked about transforming thoughts. Conforming thoughts 
or thoughts that um, really are kind of rooted in selfishness and self-preservation. When I am just constantly thinking about meeting my own needs, when I'm just constantly trying to make sure that I am taken care of, that I'm first, I'm number one, those are thoughts that are leading to death. But when I think about transforming thoughts, these are thoughts that, that align themselves with God's Word. I want my thinking to align itself to what the Word says. I don't want to change the Word to the way that I think. I want to change the way that I think according to the Word. I want to begin to think like God. I want to begin to talk like God. I want to begin to act like God. I want to begin to do all those things that He's created me to do. And when I do that, man, now I'm in my purpose. Now I'm in a super, now I'm in a flow because I'm getting rid of all this old garbage, all this old stuff that's been trying to hang on to me for years and years and years and years. It reminds me of, a, of another testimony. A lot of people know my testimony. Uh, I'm 56 years old. I've been saved now for over 30 years, and I just praise God for that. But there was a portion in my life when I was, you know, coming into high school and into my mid-20s where I could completely walked away from God. Um, I went after everything that you weren't supposed to. I had a lot of inappropriate relationships, did a lot of things way too young, and um, unfortunately opened myself up to a lot of soul ties and a lot of other things, especially when it came to relationships with, with females. Because they were inappropriate, because they were out of order, um, caused a lot of damage to myself and probably to them at a very, very young age because emotionally you're not built, you don't have the capacity yet to deal with that serious and that heavy of a physical relationship. We're just not created that way. And so I had a, really, a lot of really, really wrong ways of thinking um, about relationships, about sex, about all these different things. I had just totally bombarded my mind with you, if whatever was out there, it was, it was whatever was out there, and we'll just leave it at that. And so when I got saved, um, I quit dating. Well, guess what? I was no longer being bombarded with the way that I used to think. Now, one of the things that came along with me was that because of the inappropriate relationships and the soul ties, I dealt a lot with control and jealousy. That I, I, that's just something that came along with it. I didn't want it, but that's what came along with it. And so I, um, I got saved, and I probably spent two or three years, and I didn't date. And guess what? I'd never dealt with jealousy and control. Well, God told me I was going to meet my wife, which I've met my wife, Michelle, at Bible school. And all of a sudden, we start dating. Well, guess what immediately began to reassert itself? It was control, and it was jealousy. And I'm like, but Lord, I'm a born-again man. How can this thing, you know, I'm, I'm saved now. Listen to me. One of the biggest lies that there are or is, is that time heals all wounds. Just because those thoughts, just because I wasn't dating, those thoughts, they just kind of slipped right back down into the shadows. But the minute that I began to date again and the minute that I began to get serious, they all resurfaced. So just because you get born again, and maybe because maybe you've suppressed some of the way that you think, or because you have not been put back into that situation, those thoughts have not been dealt with. They just have gone underneath the surface. And so now, all of a sudden, I'm having to renew my mind, and uh, the Lord was so good to me, He took me to um, Song of Solomon. And let me just, let's, let's look at that real quick, Song of Solomon. And uh, it's in verse... 6, 
Song of Solomon, verse 6. And once again, I'm trying to show you today how to renew your mind. What does it look like? This is how you do it. Is I had to find a scripture that dealt with what I was dealing with. And I found it in Song of Solomon, chapter 8, beginning in verse 6. It says, Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm. For love is as strong as death, jealousy as cruel as the grave. Its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame. Verse 7. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can floods drown it. If a man would give for love all the wealth of his house, it would be utterly despised. I had to go back now and deal with all these thoughts from my past, and the only way that I could access those thoughts, the only way that I had any chance to change the way that I thought was I had to find corresponding scriptures to line up with what I was believing for. I needed to start confessing over myself that I'm not a jealous person, that I am not dealing with control issues. I had to have probably a little bit of deliverance and get free from all that that I had brought with me. The point I'm trying to make is, is just because you got born again and maybe you got taken out of a situation, if you have not dealt with that situation through the Word of God, it's still there. And you might wonder, why do all my relationships always get sabotaged? Here it is. It's because every time you get into sabotage, when you put pressure on that thing again, it's going to resurface. So until you deal with whatever that is in your life, and like I said, for me it was jealousy and control. When that thing surfaced, then I had, to, I had an opportunity to deal with it. And so I went to it with the word, and look, I was hurting Michelle in the midst of this, and, I, and neither one of us knew why. We're like, we're born again. We love Jesus. We're in Bible school. What's going on? Don't ever think just because that you have left a situation or, or moved somewhere new. A lot of times people will do this in church. They'll have a problem. They'll have pressure. They'll, they'll you know, for whatever reason, they think, well, we'll just need to go find another church. The church wasn't the problem. We're taking the problem with us. The problem's in us. And if we will just stay and let the Word of God do what it was created to do, change the way that I think. You've got to confess over yourself who you are, not who the world says you are, but who you are. You have to confess over and over the love of God. We have to, we have to be so immersed in the love of God because, look, it is not natural to think the best of every person. It's just not natural. No one gets up every day thinking the best of every person. It's the exact opposite. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you today. I hope these testimonies help you. I want to be practical today. I want to help you. I want to show you, first and foremost, that this thing works, that the Word of God, it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, that it has, that you can actually, I like what Dr. Carolyn Leaf says, you actually have the ability to perform brain surgery on yourself. This is Pastor Jack Pigeon. Wow, Michelle and I love you here at West Houston. If you're ever in the area, join us for a service. We'd love to meet you. Jesus is Lord.